Okay, so last time we discussed the spiritual benefits of having Bitochen and how it helps our life in a spiritual manner. Of how when a person relies on the Rabboni Shalolam, he doesn't have to be jealous on anybody else. He doesn't really, he's not worried with anything that happens to him. There are very many benefits now that the Chavis Rabbam are going to go through what he calls as follows. Ach toyelas habitochen ba'olam. What is the benefit of having bitochen in the world, in a physical way? We've spoken about it in a Yiddish guy, in a spiritual way. What is the benefit of having bitochen in a physical way? Mehen. Menuchas haleiv min adaigus haylomis. Menuchas hanefesh is one of the best things that a person can have. When a person has menuchas hanefesh, he lives a different life. Why? He's, how do you translate menuchas hanefesh? Tranquility, I think. You're a tranquil person, you're okay with everything. This happened, alright, there's a Rabbi Nisham. That happened, okay, there's a Rabbi Nisham. If anything happens to me, it's because Hashem wanted it to happen to me. And He preordained this to happen. So I'm going to get upset? I'm going to get angry? What's the point? Hashem wanted this to happen to me. So, can you imagine that person we discussed right at the beginning? Remember the two guys that went to Yerushalayim from Bnei Brak? And one guy was all nervous and the other guy wasn't nervous? It's the same thing. You can live your life and be nervous your whole life because, oh my gosh, what's going to happen over here? What's going to happen this? This is terrible. This is... No! Or you can live relaxed. Chill out, man. God's running the world. Anything that happens to me is because of the Rabbani Shalom. Va'ashalva. Minidnu danefesh. All the, all the, um, the bothers from the world. You know, oh, this drives me crazy. This drives... Nothing's going to drive you crazy. You notice when people complain to me, it doesn't bother me. Why not? It's Rabbani Shalom, right? Ah, he has a complaint. Say it now. Say it now, we live with it. But People are so bothered because they don't have the exact physical thing that they need. Oh my gosh, I remember hearing this line once. If we don't have Apple Music, we cannot steig. You ever heard that line before? Someone told me that. A Bachel once told me this. From a, from a yeshiva, it doesn't make a difference. Which one? If we don't have Apple Music, I can't finish us. No, I can't finish us. And we got it for him and he said, okay, Bachel. Yeah, people that feel they don't have the exact physical things that they need. I can't, I can't live. Well, maybe I, I can't. The mattress isn't exactly the way it should be. You know what? If you go through life, this is just Agab, by the way. This is not what the Chavis al says. But if you go through life and the only way you can continue is exactly in the way that you think you should continue because you have everything you need, the air conditioning is perfect. My room is perfect. My roommates are amazing. The food is unbelievable. The temperature outside is great. Everything is... Okay, now I can learn. If that's what you do, you'll never learn. Because nothing will always be perfect. That's the definition of life. Life is about challenges, about nisyonis, like Mr. Sashram says, kol inyone oilom nisyonis heim laodom. Says Mr. Sashram, everything in this world is a nisyon. What's a nisyon? This week's parasha, parasha's lech lecha. It's about the nisyonis that Avraham Avinu went through, the, the, the tests, and I translated it wrongly. The nisyon is not a test. No, Ramban says, you know what nisyon is? It's an opportunity to grow. Every nisyon Avraham Avinu had was an opportunity to grow. Says the Messiah everything in our lives is an opportunity to grow. You have two choices. You can either take it as an opportunity to grow, you can take it as an opportunity that Rabbanishon threw my way to grow, or... You can say that's terrible, this is annoying. I'm not going to be able to come to first Seder. I can't have a shachris this way, I can't have a mincha. I can't learn the chavusa this way. No way. I can't do that. Why? Because it's not perfect. Guess what? Life isn't perfect. But life is the way Hashem wanted it to be. Because 
if it was perfect, then there's no purpose for us being here. We're not, we're not sent down to this world to live a perfect life. Because then what are you doing here? We're here to work on ourselves, to become better people, to work on our connection with Hashem, to work on our Ben Adam to work on our Midas Toivas, to make sure we get rid of our Midas words, everything. That's what we're here for. And therefore what he's telling us is, is that people are so upset from, from something physical that they don't have, oh my gosh, what's going to be? No, the answer is, this is what Hashem wanted. And it's tailor-made for you. This is what you need in your life. You need this in your life in order to steig. Person who has betochen, he's so easy, everything's great, everything's wonderful. Now you have to know, having betochen doesn't mean living a carefree life. Carefree means you're one of those guys who are like, everything's fine, just say that, go with the flow, do whatever you want. That's not betochen. How do I know this? There was a Misa, the Biskarov, was once running away with a group of people from the Nazis in Makshamon. It was during the war. And they were running away. And the Biskarov was saying, oh, they're going to get us, they're going to kill us. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to be with us? They're going to get us, they're going to torture us. They're like, Rebbe, hello, chill out, man. <laughs> Take it easy. Betochen! Betochen in Hashem! He said, that's not Betochen. Betochen doesn't mean everything's fine, do whatever you want, everything's good, Hashem will take care. That's not Betochen. Betochen is, and he explained this beautifully, that Betochen is, you know that there's an issue, there's a problem, but Hashem can take care of it. Therefore he's telling us over here, that a person who lives in a calm way, it's not the chat he's calm because he doesn't care, he's calm because he knows that there's a rabbi in Yishalayim, and he knows this is his targets in the world. Kamosh Baruch HaGeber, my first song this one, Asher Yiftach Ba'ashem, Ba'ya Hashem Yiftachai. Blessed is the man who has betochen in Hashem. He lives with Hashem. Va'oma Ba'ya Ke'et Shosu Al-Mayim, Va'yuval Yishlach, Yishalach Shiroshov. Umayhen, another benefit. Manuchas HaNefesh, Melechas Bedrochem Rachaykim. You know, people think that when you have a Parnassah, so I have to go to China, and I have to go to Dubai, I have to go to India to make Parnassah. Aye, you're away from your family. And you don't have a minion. And you have trouble with kosher food. And you have all sorts of other yetzers going along the way. What, what, what can I do? I have to make, have to make a Parnassah. So he says the problem is that if a person thinks that way, he doesn't have betochen. Because if a person really had betochen, you think the Rebunshim couldn't give you Parnassah in Brooklyn? Or in Williamsburg? I know Williamsburg's in Brooklyn, but it's not the same. If you have a certain parnosa that your parnosa involves that, that's fine. But to people that go extra in order to make more money, because I haven't got enough, so if I go to China, Hashem can give it to you in Williamsburg, or in Flatbush, or in Lakewood, or in Manchester. Why? So first of all, as the Indian, Chazal tell us, have a goyle lemakim toyah. You beat do golas learning Sakhtas Makas in a Mokim Torah. Sometimes it's very hard for a person to learn Torah in his place where he lives because he's got many distractions, he's got his friends, his parents, his relatives, and all Simchas and everything going on, he ends up not learning. When you go to Israel, when you go to Yeshiva, when you do something different, you go away from everything, you uproot yourself, you work on yourself. You, yes, it's not as easy as it is. You're sitting in your home and chill and go to a shape, maybe it's easier. Is that what life's meant to be? The easiest route out? No. You're meant to work on yourself. It's only for a short period of time. And then you go back to America. And you know what? When you want to learn over there, you'll have an easier time. You know why? Because you've broken me this over here. That's what it's all about. 
So if a person goes far away because they think that, oh my gosh, if I don't go to China, I'm not going to make my money. I'm not talking about a guy who deals in China, China, you know, obviously he has to go. I'm talking about a situation who, who thinks that the only way of a parnasa is over there. Because you can give you parnasa wherever you are. Commercial gossip. Ino baderach koike kitsa yomai. As I said, I don't, I'm not going to go through all of the, um, the, uh, the translations of all of these things, Rabbi Sai. Let's move on just for a few more minutes. Venema. Al echo mina pushim. It was a very, very choshviyid. He holach al eretz or choike lebachash aterif. He went far away to a faraway land to find his parnasa. Betchidas pushusai. In the beginning. He found a guy, uh, someone who, do, who worshipped idols in the town that he went. This Hasidish guy, not Hasidish guy in the sense of the way he, how he dresses. Chosen in the sense of the Fnim said in. He was a very Chosh of a Yid. And he said to this Avodah guy, My gosh, you people are blind. You don't even understand worshipping idols. What are, what are you, you? You're worshipping an idol that's a piece of metal. That's a piece of wood. That's what you worship. That's your God. What are you, crazy? Amaloi. Ham goishi. So this, this guy was a priest. Right? This guy that he talked to was actually a priest. He said, Amatoivit. Oh, really? Really? Who do you serve? Which religion do you belong to? Amaloi Aporis. He said, I serve the Rabboni Shalom. I serve God. Hayochol. The Rabboni Shalom has the ability to support everyone. There's no one like the Rabboni Shalom. So the, the, the priest said to him, You're an idiot. Because you're here in a faraway place and that contradicts everything you said. The guy said, Hey, what are you talking about? Omaloi said, What did you say? What were your words? You said, I, ser- I serve God who has the ability to do everything. Ah. So why did you come all the way here to make a parnosa? You traveled six months on a boat to make parnosa over here, but you told me you serve a God who can give you everything. That means he can give you parnosa over there. Just like he gives you over here. What, if you were so reliant on your God, you wouldn't have to come all the way here to make a panasa. And that was it. He said, that's it, I'm going, I'm going home, I'm going back. From that on, he just said, that's it, I'm no longer traveling. He never left his city. It's an incredible, incredible thing. You know what that shows? You know, you know how many people are, of course I believe in Hashem, Avada, HaKadosh, Baruch, Anachnu, Avimot, we love you. Really? And when it comes to a situation that happens in your life, what happens? God? What's God? I have to think myself. We have to learn to live with our principles, but really live with them, just like he did. He understood, like he got the Musa. A priest gave him Musa. Here he was, telling the priest, I serve God, what's your God? My God provides for everyone. Oh really? So why'd you come all the way here? You should have gone, stayed in your home and you would have pronounced over there. And that's the Yisrael. The Chavz al is telling us that if a person really believes in Hashem and he really trusts the Rabban Shalom is there, helps him, loves him, has the ability to do everything, then he won't go to some crazy lengths to do crazy work in crazy places because he knows that the Rabban Shalom can support him wherever he is. That's the idea of both saying.